0: You are a good psychiatrist. Thank you. Something I can't really, like, claim to after today. How could I have so misjudged that man? Well, he's undeniably charming, for one thing, and he can be lucid for long stretches of time. Yes, but you weren't fooled. Somehow you, you picked up on some tiny, tiny clue that I missed. you remember what it was? Yes. Midway through our interview, he took off his trousers and tried to put them on the cat.
1: <laughs> and that's so cute. That's from Frazier. And that's Niles and Frazier talking, obviously. And think, think in your own life. You know, we all are, in one sense, a psychologist. We're all trying to make sense of the people around us. And to the extent that we value our own lives, we're trying to work hard to make sense of what's going wrong in our lives and how to turn that around, how to make that uh, just just glide, how to be able to glide through life and to be able to deal with the bumps much better. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is the Rational Basis of Happiness, and my number is toll-free one eight seven seven D R K E N N E R. That's toll-free one eight seven seven Dr. Kenner, and you can also visit my website drkenner.com. I'm a clinical psychologist here to answer your questions on any problems you're having with family or friends or with yourself or just just wanting to ask a question to a psychologist and right now let's turn to the phones and John welcome to the show. Thank you doctor. Yeah you have a question on this 12-step method?
0: Yes I've been in uh... I'm in one twelve step recovery program for fifteen years and I'm finding a, a need to be in another fellowship as well. And uh one has worked very well for me and I I'm struggling uh to maintain a sobriety and in, needs in, in this other fellowship. And uh your name came up and I'm wondering as a r you know, in, in is it rational for me to rely on twelve step recovery programs for uh, so that I don't uh, practice the addictions that uh, uh, seem to be compulsive in me.
1: Okay. What are your habits?
0: Uh, I've had uh, alcoholism, and then the other one is the food and, and sex uh, uh, addictions.
1: Okay. When, you, when we call them addictions, what do we assume?
0: that that we're powerless over them and uh, that my life uh, has become unmanageable.
1: And then it becomes how easy or hard to change. If a doctor says, Ellen, you've got diabetes, I don't have it, but if he says that, then I have to work within the bounds of diabetes if I want to live longer and happier, right? Yes. When you're told you have an addiction, it's like a rubbish stamp on you that then tells you what about the change process.
0: How do you mean?
1: Well, if somebody tells me that, uh, let's say that I drink too much, and somebody tells me it's an addiction, you know, it's partly genetic, it's partly uh, maybe, you know, habits from a long time ago, but regardless, you need to give yourself up to a higher power. You need to recognize that you're an alcoholic for life. You can never let down your guard and that you'll need to go to meetings and to have a sponsor. What type of view is that presenting to me?
0: Uh, that I'm relying on uh, no hope, really. Uh, well, the only hope then is to, is to do what uh, uh, others do, and that's to you know, get a sponsor, read the book, go to meetings, and uh, practice abstinence.
1: Right. And now let's say that you heard somebody have a different approach and they say, Listen, John, or uh, if I use myself, listen, Alan you you have been drinking way too much let's figure out let's figure out why you're trying to escape because alcohol works i mean in quotes works it helps you feel better when you're not feeling when you're psychologically not feeling well when you're confused your mind is muddled or you feel guilty or you feel depressed or you feel anxious i mean it it people use it for a reason they're not stupid right right so if if I say let's figure out what's going on in your life and what thinking skills you could use that would make you not even want to turn to alcohol and let's take it if you want one step at a time I mean you can't overload a person but it's not one step at a time in terms of abandoning your mind to a higher higher power it's Loving your mind, embracing your mind, being willing to face good facts about yourself. Some people are running away from actually very good traits that they have that they feel unfortunately guilty for. Maybe they're ambitious and they feel guilty for being too selfish. They want the better things in life and their parents don't want them to go a certain route. That's an unearned guilt and it would be much better for them to recognize that that's an unearned guilt and deal with it rather than just continuing a habit I agree it it turns into a habit but I don't see it as an addiction and habits are something you can break of turning to alcohol as a means to deal with problems that are in your mind so if I said to you listen you don't have to be an alcoholic for life and AA is not the only route there are rational recovery programs and you can have a cognitive therapy approach or there are other approaches too that are effective. I mean, people respond differently to different interventions. But you can gain the thinking skills that can help you face head-on whatever the pr- main d- problems are that are driving you to drink. To uh, do you eat too much? Is that it? Right. You're are you morbidly obese
0: no no i'm I just uh, binge on sweets, cookies. I can eat a box of cookies uh at a setting
1: oh, that's yeah, so can I, <laughs> 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 but I have changed I mean, as a childhood, I used to sit with the marshmallow the, the chocolate covered uh I don't know what they were, graham cracker, delicious treats. I forget the <laughs> name now. And I could go through a box at a time. I used to sneak and steal them out of the cabinet in the middle of the night when my parents were sleeping. I mean, <laughs> talk about a—that's. Uh, but I wouldn't call that an addiction. It's just a pursuit of values and knowing my parents wouldn't let me have it, I had them. Uh, and sex, are you pr- very promiscuous? Are you uh, taking risks that could put you at risk for health problems? Certainly. Yeah. Okay. Can you get yourself to a? Co- uh, I'd love to, you to see, get you to a rational therapist. Are you in? Th- you're in AA. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let me go back to my first point, which is that if you have a different view of yourself as capable of change, capable of seeing all of these three problems as in the past, would you like that view better? Yes. It's open, it's available to you. It's what Ayn Rand refers to as check your premises, uh, look at your core fundamental philosophical ideas about yourself, about the world, about others, about your future, and make sure that you are making choices and have the thinking methods to really thrive in life. And there are th- I wish I could say there are a lot of Objectivist psychologists There aren't yet. The closest thing is a cognitive therapist, but some of them come from irrational theoretical orientation. So you can go to the academy of ct.org. You can go to my website uh, that, that's, that will list cognitive therapists around the country. You can go to my website and there is a book, Sober for Good. That's an excellent book by Ann Fletcher. Okay. And that's just dealing with the alcohol problem. But if you can also, g- there at, at my website, Dr. Kenner, K-E-N-N-E-R.com, there mm-hmm. is also a book, Changing for Good. Okay. And that just totally pulverizes the view that change is impossible. <laughs> um, the idea of turning to a god or a mystic, mysticism, really robs you of your own mind. Mm-hmm. And it keeps you tied to that system and tied to that, in quotes, disease, which I don't see as a disease. Somebody, okay. I went to a talk yesterday and someone said, you know, if alcoholism is a d- disease, then so is, then, uh, if you have a gene for alcoholism, then you have to have a gene for speed, you have to have a gene for pot, you have to have a gene for, <laughs> he said, it's bizarre, it becomes ridiculous if you look at that genetic approach to uh, uh, alcoholism. So, listen, thank you so much for your call and I wish you so, y- your own hard-earned uh, sobriety and happiness. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness.